0: Amen. Thank you for joining me again for Rev Kev and the Root, where we get to the root and not just the shoot. This podcast uh, episode that uh, we've been dealing with, uh, we've been dealing with realms and the trichotomy of mankind, realms and the trichotomy of mankind. <clears throat> uh, but this episode, this particular episode of. Uh, Rev Kev and the Root, we want to talk about uh, uh, Our New Year's address We're giving our New Year's address on this episode Of Rev Kev and the Root And I hope and pray that this year finds you all doing well You, your family, and everyone that is connected to you In your life Before we get started, let's say a word of prayer Father, we thank you for this day We thank you, Lord, for uh, life. We thank you for what life means to us, that our life is hidden in Christ. And Lord, I thank you that, Lord, you have chosen each one of us, that you have handpicked each one of us to be uh, in your kingdom and to be a priest in your kingdom. You did not call us just to be saved but you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light that we might be a kingdom of priests that we might minister in the things of god and father that we might be pleasing unto you that we might offer up incense that is pleasing unto you that we might offer up uh sacrifices that is pleasing unto you and lord we live for you out of a sacrificed life because you said that Lord uh, that we're not to be conformed to this world but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds Lord and that we are to uh, give ourselves wholly acceptable unto you a living sacrifice and so Lord I ask that you speak to us through this podcast episode as we make our New Year's address And Father I thank you for everything that you mean to each one of us I thank you most of all for what you mean to me How significant you are in my life The most significant thing in my life is you And Lord I thank you that the Apostle Paul said in your word Father uh, That in you we live and move and have our being. And so, Lord, we just give you praise, glory, and honor. In the name of Yeshua Jesus, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at revkevandtheroot and the Root2020 at gmail.com. Revkev and the Root 2020 at gmail.com. And let us uh, read our foundational scripture. Uh, that's been our foundational scripture for this particular series of epis of uh, podcasts is found in Hebrews chapter number five, beginning verse 11 through 14. It says of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. And so that's been our uh, podcast um, foundational scripture. Uh but for this particular podcast, not only do I want to share that scripture as a foundation, but also <clears throat> I'd like to share Exodus or Shemot, chapter number 12, beginning with verse 1. And this is when uh, God used Moshe or Moses to institute the um, the Passover meal, uh, when the children of uh, Yaakov or Jacob or Israel were leaving the land of Mitzrayim or Egypt. And God tells Moses in Exodus chapter 12 beginning with verse 1 he says And the Lord spake unto Moses uh, and Aaron in the land of Egypt saying This month shall be unto you the beginning of months It shall be the first month of the year to you Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel saying in the tenth day of this month They shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers A lamb for an house and if the household be too little for the lamb Let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb Your lamb shall be without blemish A male of the first year Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And we know that um, that the Bible says that Yeshua or Jesus uh, was a lamb that was slain and without spot and blemish. Verse six says, and ye shall keep it up until the uh, 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the uh, two sides, excuse me, they shall take and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorposts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water. But roast with fire his head uh, with his legs and with the pertinence thereof, and ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover, for I... And so god tells moses to take uh of the uh, of a lamb and slay it for each house let each house have its own lamb and if the house is too small then they shall share with their neighbor but you see that this foreshadows yeshua jesus and also god said that this shall be the beginning of the year for you this shall be the beginning of months it shall be the first month of the year Excuse me for you. And so you see in In God's economy and in Relation to God's people when we look at Israel and Israel is not necessarily a nationality But it is a called out people Paul said in the book of Romans in chapter 9 That it's not Israel who were born of a certain nationality But it's those who are of the uh, uh, Those who descended from Abraham Or have the faith of Abraham And so uh, You see that everything that is surrounding the people of God In Exodus or Shemot chapter 12 Is attached to time Everything is attached to time and timing And uh, there is a specific time that God Had them to slaughter the lamb and to eat the lamb and he said don't save any of it Until the morning but consume it all and so As it relates to israel There are feast times in israel and this is one of the main feasts This is one of the first feasts in israel is the feast of passover and so You know, when we look at America and when we look at Western civilization Time is most of the time marked by some whether it be negative event or positive event You see, but and it's just a month that has gone by It's just a year that has gone by But when uh, with the Hebrews, it was more significant than that And all year long they celebrated different feasts and every, every, every iota of time, every minute of time had significance. Amen. And let me share a couple of definitions with us. Uh, the definition for year in the Hebrew, or rather the word in Hebrew for year is Shana. Shana. Um, and some of you have heard the term or the word or the phrase Rosh. Uh Rosh Hashanah which means the head of the year or the beginning of the year the word Shana comes from the uh a root word which means to change uh it means to alter or to change Rosh Hashanah uh began on um monday on the on the English calendar, they begin on Monday, uh, September 6, and it ended on Wednesday, September 8th. Rosh Hashanah literally means the head of the year. Rosh Hashanah literally means the head or the beginning of the year. It is the first of the high holidays or Yamim Noraim, Days of Awe. And is celebrated 10 days before Yom Kippur It is observed on the first two days of Tishri The seventh month of the Hebrew calendar It is described in the Torah as Yom Teruah A day of sounding the shofar A day of sounding the shofar Now those of you that have your Bibles Turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 And verse number 1 Ecclesiastes 3 And verse number 1 And it says To everything There is a season And a time To every purpose Under heaven To everything there is a season and a time To every purpose under heaven And the word in uh, time in Hebrew is eighth. It's spelled a-y-t-h It means time in Hebrew means an event uh, An experience Or an occasion And it comes from the root word adar Which means to advance or to pass on or to continue or to go on or to pass by or to remove. And so King Slowmore Solomon says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 to everything there is not just some things but to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And the word heaven in Hebrew is Shamayim By implication this text is saying that time has no bearing in the realm or dimension above But only in the earth realm or the dimension below does time Have any bearing in 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 8 Peter says moreover dear friends do not Be ignorant or do not ignore this With the Lord one day is like a thousand years And a thousand years like one day Let me read that again 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 8 Moreover dear friends do not ignore this With the Lord one day is like a thousand years and And a thousand years like one day And as I say, when we look at Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, he said to everything, there is a uh, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And so above heaven where God is, there is no bearing of time. Everything is eternal. Everything is without end. Everything has great perpetuity. But when it comes to earthly things, then everything is uh, 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 predicated upon time. You see, even Jesus said that, you know, don't lay up for your tre- uh, for yourselves treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves dig through and steal. Because in the earth realm, things are uh, on a timetable. And what is new today is no longer new tomorrow. You see, because there is a, uh, a wearing out that happens or there is a uh, decaying that happens in this realm. <clears throat> and you and I were first newborn babies but now we're no longer newborn babies and we're closer to the grave than we are or to the cradle. And so it is important that we understand that we are on a timetable, you see. Now someone asked me today, uh, was I gonna do a new year's resolution? And I told them no. Because it, for me to do a resolution, it has to be something that is in my heart, something that grips me, something that I have a conviction about <clears throat> and something that is really uh, gripping me. You see, because if I just do a New Year's resolution, because that's what you do, a New Year's resolution, then it won't last. But if it's something that is really a conviction of mine, then it will last and it will succeed. But we like like I said we all have to understand that we are on a timetable to every thing under heaven there is a season and there is a time you see for all of us there is a season and there is a time he said to every thing there is a season now when you look at the word season in the hebrew it is zeman and zaman it means an appointed occasion when you talk about a season he's talking about an appointed occasion now who appoints the times well it's god that appoints the time some people would say that uh you know it's just in the cards or it's luck or uh, the universe did this or that but there's no such thing god the bible clearly tells us in better sheet or in genesis chapter one that in the beginning god You see, and God sets the times. God sets the seasons. You see, and seasons are in His control. The root of zeman uh, is zaman, a primitive root. It means to fix a time, or to appoint a time, or to be fixed. Now, in Bereshit, or in Genesis, one fourteen. Let me get my Bible so I don't miss. Quoted Genesis 1 chapter 1 Genesis chapter 1 and verse 14 And what it says there, there And Genesis is one of the writings of Moses is one of the narratives that Moses wrote Genesis 1 14 says And God said, let there be lights In the firmament of the heaven To divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for years, excuse me, and for days and for years. And you see, as far as our calendar, the Gregorian calendar that, that we use in the West uh, is, is not a, uh, a, a, a lunar uh, type of calendar or the lunar type of calendar that the Hebrews use, you see. And and the Hebrews, you know, they they go by the new moon and and whatnot. You see what I'm saying. And so that's something that I can't really totally get into right now. But the the Hebrew calendar is more of a lunar cycle calendar. Um, and so God said, let the the lights be in heaven and let them divide the day and the night and let them be for signs and for seasons. Now, in Bereshit or in Genesis chapter 8, when God was talking to uh, Noah, in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, it says here, um, let's begin, uh, well, let's just read Genesis 8, 22. He tells Noah, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease so he's talking about cycles he's talking about set times he's talking about seasons that's what he's talking about in this verse in uh Genesis 8:22 while the earth remaineth sea time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not Cease, and Solomon says, "For everything under heaven, there is a time." And what what did we say that that time is? Time is uh an occasion. Time is a, an experience, or time is an event. And then we looked at what uh season was. Season is not just a time, but is an appointed time. Something that God sets. But do we really know what season that you and I are really in? Do we know what season in our life that we're really in? Just like what God told Noah in uh, Genesis 8, 22. Do we know if we're in seed time or do we know if we're in harvest time? And the things that we've been planting because time is an opportunity to be productive. That's what time is. Time is not just something to say, well, I'm just chilling with the boys on the corner. I'm just chilling with the girls. If you're a female or whatever, you know, but time is a, 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 an opportunity that God gives us to be productive. What did God do with time? The Bible says that every day God did something constructive with his time. Isn't that right? The Bible says in Genesis in Bereshit uh, that God, he, he planted trees. He spread out the sky. He uh, he he put the waters where they are supposed to go, and he made the whales and he made the birds. Every day, God made something different. And then on on uh, uh, on the sixth day, you know he he made man. And then on the seventh day, he did what? He rested. But what are we doing with our time? What have we done with 2021? And what will we do with 2022? Well, that should be on a T-shirt. What will we do with 2022? You see what I'm saying? Amen. Somebody's listening to me. Hallelujah. So it's an opportunity to be productive. It's it's all in. It's a matter of perspective. How do you look at it? How do you look at time? How do you look at life? How do you look at God? How do you look at your friends? How do you look at your family? How do you look at yourself? It's all a matter of perspective and jesus did a lot of correcting when he came to earth through the virgin mary who no longer was a virgin after jesus was born then her and joseph had other children so she didn't stay a virgin amen so uh but jesus did a lot of correcting when he came here there was a lot of misconceptions just like there's a lot of misconceptions today and a lot of things need to be straightened out not only in the church but in the world in general but if you'll turn with me um, to Luke chapter 12 verse 56 Luke 12 56 says Jesus is talking here it says ye hypocrites ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth but how is it that ye do not discern this time and I don't think that Jesus really said this to them as a condescending thing but he said it to them for them to think and for and to strip them of the thinking that they had that was hindering them from seeing the truth See because sometimes our preconceived notions Can hinder us from actually seeing the truth because we believe that we know And we believe what we've been taught But when we put what we've been taught up against the word of god, does it is does it stand up? And is it really the truth? So jesus tell them ye hypocrites in other words, ye pretenders, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that ye do not discern this time? And another thing about this that I see is that it's just like the weatherman today or the weatherwoman. They can dis- they can tell you when it's going to rain. They can tell you when it's going to snow they can tell you when it's going to sleep when it's going to be hot when it's going to be cold and all those kind of things but can they tell you uh spiritually what time we're in right now what is really going on in history and 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 what are the signs what are the signs what are the signs saying can they tell us What the signs that God is giving us what are the signs that the earth is giving us because jesus said you can discern The face of the sky and of the earth. So the earth has signs the sky has signs God said in the last days i'm going to show signs in the heavens But how he says but how is it? Look inside yourself and find out how is it that ye do not discern this time? And sometimes people don't even know It's like, you know, okay, well, we're living in 2021 Okay, we're living in 2022 But on the calendar of God On the spiritual calendar What time are we really in? Are we just, you know, just going through a, a, a series of months And days and years and weeks Or is there a specific thing about the, the, the specific time That we're in right now, prophetically Is there something specific about the time that we are in because we can read about past history and we can see what happened in past history but can we look at the time that we're in now and see what is really going on why are all these things happening on the earth why is covid happening why is now there's something out now that uh, someone went to another country and contracted some kind of deadly fungus you see, and there's other things that are going on in the earth. Why do, do we really stop to think and realize and discern what is really going on in the world? Matthew 16, 3. It says, and in the morning, Jesus is talking again here. He says, in the morning, it will be foul weather today for the sky is lowering. A, he says, oh, ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of of the sky but cannot but can ye not discern the signs of the times and if you look at the word of god and especially with the gospels there is what's called the synoptic gospels where the same situation that but is seen from different eyes so we're looking at the same situation that we just looked at in the book of luke but now we're looking at it through matthew's eyes and and jesus says oh ye hypocrites ye can discern The face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the time? You see and so the prophets prophesied about Jesus and uh, There's things that we can look at in history because it's been already said that history repeats itself Amen But how many of us take the interest to even know? What the signs what are the signs first of all and what does the signs mean? Amen. Uh, Let's turn to a few other scriptures and then we're going to close. In 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. Let me get over there. Amen. If I can get to it in my Bible here. 1 Thessalonians. Man, let's try this. 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians, and we're going to go to chapter 5, beginning with verse number 1. 1 Thessalonians 5, 1. Paul is writing to the church at Thessalonica, and it says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night now this is a warning and this is a serious thing because if we don't know the times that we're living in and if we don't know the seasons and all of the seasons in the bible are tied to the feast as we started in this podcast when we first started off when we're talking about the feast of unleavened bread or the feast of passover which is the beginning of months all of the feasts And all of the times are tied to these feasts. And you see, Jesus was uh, crucified when? The Feast of Passover. Everything on the Hebrew calendar holds biblical significance. And we can tell where we're at right now. Listen to me. We can tell right now where we are in history. If we look at the Hebrew calendar, we can look at Uh, Where we are on the timetable of God, if we do not go by the Gregorian calendar, but if we go by the Hebrew calendar, we can tell where we are in history by the calendar of God, the Hebrew calendar, the solar lunar calendar, is what I was trying to say earlier. It's not only lunar, but it's a solar lunar calendar. Uh, And we can tell if we look at this calendar, because every feast uh, holds prophetic significance. So if we look at the Hebrew calendar, we can discern the times we can discern what's really going on at this time in history because many times we're concerned with what's going on uh, with the with the news and what's going on in this state or that state. But what is going on with God? What is going on in his kingdom? What is going on in the spirit? And to be able to see that we have to look at the Hebrew calendar. Not the Gregorian calendar, because many of the of the days of the week on the Gregorian calendar uh, were named after uh, false Greek gods. But Paul says here in First Thessalonians, chapter five, verse one, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. We have This is a sober thing because we have to know We don't need to get caught up in a bunch of hype And a bunch of showboating in the church Or in the synagogue or whatever on Shabbat And this, that and the other But we need to soberly consider and study And look at the the calendar of God And find out where we are Well, another year has passed Another year has passed on the Gregorian calendar In the Western world But when it comes to God's calendar do we know where we are on God's calendar and so if I had if I had any uh, New Year's resolution you so they call it if I had anything a New Year's resolution it would be to find out where I am and where we are as a people as a nation as a world, on the calendar of God, but not only find out where we are on the calendar of God, but also to uh, make it a point to always, always, always be mindful and studying, be a student of this particular calendar so that we can know where we are in history. And the sober warning is this. Um, Matthew chapter 24, verse 36 is our last scripture. Matthew 24, verse 36 will be our last scripture. Amen. Let me get over there. Matthew 24, uh, verse number 36. And this is talking about the signs of the times. Uh, jesus says let me see what verse I really want to start with I guess i'll just start with verse 31 matthew 24 31 And it says and jesus is speaking here and he says and he Shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet And they shall gather together his elect From the four winds from one end of the earth to the other You see, once that trumpet sounds, it's too late to try to think about where we are on the calendar of God and what is really going on in history and what were the signs and why I did not see them and all these kind of things. We need to be paying attention now to the calendar of God, the Hebrew calendar of God, and find out where we are on that calendar, find out what events are going on so we can get ourselves in line and not just past time and not just chill and not just take leisure not just take a vacation but find out where we are on this calendar so that we can bring ourselves into compliance with the will of god you see uh he said that he's going to send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of the earth to the other now learn a parable jesus says of the fig tree you see we uh, once again we have to be paying attention to history we have to be paying attention to the hebrew calendar we have to be paying attention to world events not just local events on the local news but world events what's going on on the global stage and how things are coming together to come to fruit for fruition to end this world And close the chapter as we know it on human life He says that he's going to send his angels with a trumpet and to gather his elect those that god has chosen to be in his kingdom He's going to gather all those from the four winds that means from the north from the south from the east and from the west And uh from one end of heaven to the other He says now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branches is yet tender and put it forth leaves ye know now this is listen this is the sign ye know that summer is nigh how do you know that? how do you and i know that summer is nigh nigh means near that's just king james language it means near how do we know that summer is near because we can see the 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 fig tree uh putting forth its leaves he says so likewise ye or you When you shall see all these things Know that it is near Even at the doors Verily I say unto you This generation shall not pass Till all these things be fulfilled He says heaven and earth shall pass away But my words shall not pass away He says heaven and earth Will pass away But my words Shall not Pass away And Jesus gave gave us uh, Particular Signs that are going to happen uh, That gives us Some indication of where we are In history and how close His coming again Really is You know when he talked about you shall hear Of wars and Rumors of wars, and uh, he says, See that ye be not troubled. He said, But nation shall rise against nation, and that's what's happening right now. As the United States is dealing with China, and there's some friction there, and as the United States is dealing with Japan, there's some friction there, and as the United States is dealing with Russia, and there's friction there, and even uh with the conversation with uh, President Biden and Putin uh you know uh he uh, putin warned biden that there could be some uh, cutting of ties on their last um conversation every last phone conversation he says you shall hear of all these things wars and rumors of wars he said but the end is not yet he said nation shall rise against nation kingdom against kingdom and there shall be famine and pestilences and earthquakes uh, in diverse places or in different places, he said, "All these things are the beginning of sorrows." Uh, and he talks about the the believers in Yeshua being delivered up uh, to death to be killed for His name's sake. You see, in in many times we're uh, dis uh, desensitized to what's going on around us and we a lot of times hear the news and sometimes we're so inundated with the news that sometimes i have to get away from the news but how many times have we really stopped to say hmm well i wonder what prophecy that fulfills in scripture i wonder where we are on the calendar of god i wonder what that means in scripture or what what prophecy that fulfills in scripture i wonder what what spiritual significance that deal with Russia uh, or with China or with Japan or whatever, what those dealings with them, is that something that I can find out about in the word of God, you see? So we should, we should take time that God has so graciously give, given us as an opportunity to fulfill his will for our lives on a personal level. Take the time that God has given us to fulfill his will for our lives because the bible says that to everything there is a time and a season and there is a purpose to everything under heaven we don't have forever to do what god has called us to do we don't have forever to fulfill his will and so we have to what the bible says buy up the time or redeem the time For the days are evil, you know, and people are leaving here at an alarming rate. And so we need to find out. Lord, help us to find out where we are on your calendar. Help us to find out what it is that you want us to do so that we won't squander time. Time is precious so that we won't squander it or just use it for our own leisure or our own pleasure. But to use the time that God has given us to fulfill his will and to please him while we're still here on the earth. And I think that that would be a good New Year's resolution for anyone, to please God while we're still alive. Let's pray. Father, I thank you right now, Lord, that you have so graciously blessed us with time that you've given us year after year after year after year. Lord, I thank you that you have placed us on earth. At this particular time, not just to be on earth, but there's something spe- specific that you want each one of us to do. Lord, we could have been born years from now or we could have been born centuries earlier. Why were we born when we were born? Because you had a specific purpose for a specific time. Lord, there's there's, there's nothing about chance with you. There's nothing about uh, happenstance with you. But Lord, you are intentional in everything that you do. You are intentional in everything that you do. Lord, we could have uh, uh, been uh, a miscarriage, or we could have been thrown away, we could have been aborted. But Lord, you allowed us to be born because you had a work for us to do. So Lord, help us to not just be people that let time pass us by but to use every minute of the day, every second, to fulfill your will for our lives. And Father, I thank you right now. Lord, I ask that you be with those who are affected by COVID-19, those that have COVID-19. I pray, Lord, that you would heal their bodies. And Father, I pray that you'd help us to brace ourselves and to become students of your word and students of your calendar to find out, Lord, what is the significance of your feast? Every feast that is on your calendar, what is the significance of it? And what does it mean to each one of us? So, Lord, that we can come into conformity with you, not with our denomination, not with a particular religion, but, Lord, to come into conformity with you. And, Father, I pray that you watch over those, Lord, that are out in the streets, Lord, those that are that the devil wants to kill tonight, Lord, that the devil wants to shorten their lives, wants to take time from them. Wants to take opportunities from them, Lord. And the greatest opportunity that he wants to rob them of is the opportunity to be saved, to know you, to give their lives to you so that they can never be saved. And Father, I just pray right now in the name of Yeshua, Lord, that you would bless your people, Lord, that you would keep them. And Father, I thank you right now in Yeshua's name. Amen. If you want to contact me, once again, it's Rev Kev and the Root 2020 at gmail.com. That's Rev Kev and the Root 2020 at gmail.com. That's R-E-V-K-E-V-A-N-D-T-H-E-R-O-O-T 2020 at gmail.com. I pray that God blesses you, your family, and I and everybody connected to you, and I pray that you have a a blessed and a prosperous and a godly and a divinely appointed new year. Until we meet again, God bless you.